Hey, welcome back to the Kilted Balls podcast. We missed you. It was two weeks, wasn't it? Two weeks. Yes, yes. I had bad internet and I was in the middle of the ocean, so... I got you my, I got a good excuse. Not in the middle of the ocean. You were barely out of the Gulf. <laughs> nope. At that time, I was I was uh, just off of Bimini. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like still the Gulf. I think an argument nope. can be It's made. Bimini is in the Bahamas, which is clearly in the Atlantic. <laughs> That's what I say. But it was awesome. We had a great time. Did you? I hear cruises are fun. I said that to one of my girls. I was like, why don't we go take a cruise sometime? And she was like, no, I don't think I'd like that. And I'm like, really? And she's like, I think there'd be something unsettling to be out of sight of land. I'm like, that's so funny because for the first 40 years of my life, I felt the same way. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm finally okay with it. I go, no, I'm okay. I'm like, I could probably handle that. So. You know, we'll see. We'll see. What are you drinking today? There's definitely no land. I got some tequila in here. Oh, that's the tequila. That was out of my uh that was out of my skull that I'm gonna use for my infinity whiskey. Nice. I have my infinity whiskey, and this is mostly Jameson. And it's good. Because Jameson awesome. is good. Mm-hmm. So. I know I was debating. I like because I, I guess I'm low in in my I have a Johnny Walker black. Nice. Or red, I forget. Whatever one, whatever one is the middle one. Well, I kind of want to pour this one in, but this is the one that I'm not sure if I like, and so I'm scared to pour it in. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of nervous about it. Mm-hmm. I was thinking I kind of want to do another one of black spiced rum mm, and mix up awesome. some of my spiced rums like that. Yeah. One. You have some good spiced rums. Yeah. That'd so, be pretty awesome. I'm like, that'd be fun. I think it'd be fun. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, people, I hope you've been having a great couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Kilted, obviously, we talked about, went on a cruise. I've been just like doing stuff, mm-hmm. doing lots of stuff here. I got a new lawnmower today. I was out tooling around, one of those fancy zero turns. Oh, is that what you ended up getting? Got a zero turn. Yeah. So we talked about getting like a compact tractor, but here was my problem. First off, I don't need a compact tractor. (laughs) I would have Mm -hmm. loved having one. I would have used one, Mm -hmm. but I didn't need it. And for the price of a compact tractor, I can buy six riding lawnmowers or a zero turn. Yeah, you were talking about that when you were down here. And yeah, yeah, I agree. That makes makes a lot of sense where you're like not buying it just to buy it. That's exactly right. I'm like, why purposely waste money? Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, I need a lawnmower though. And like the other thing was, is a compact tractor I couldn't use on rentals, couldn't Mm -hmm. use on all that stuff. So I'm like, I don't. Yeah. Cause you said you had to fit your, your uh, trailer too. Right. So I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. I just want someone to do. And my problem with zero turns is I can't pull stuff with them, Mm -hmm. but this one had a hitch on the back so you could pull stuff with it. And I was like, okay, done. And oh, I, that's awesome. I took it out and tooled around with it today and mowed my front yard and it was nice. And here's here's a funny part about this. I like I told the the people I eat lunch with, which who are kind of green, right? Mm-hmm. Like they literally teach green energy and they teach like environmental science. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I bought a new lawnmower. And they're like a goat. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. And they're always talking about how you shouldn't mow your lawn and you shouldn't do this. Right. And you should just let mm-hmm. it grow. That's nature's way. And I'm like, yeah, I go, we talk about that. I go, I really want to turn my front yard into a garden. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my wife says no. Mm-hmm. So I'm not turning into a garden. But today I said that and they said the goat thing. and I could feel the judgment. Right. And as I was mowing and enjoying myself, it was fun. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I go, I don't know if I care because I like having a nice lawn. I like having yeah. a lawn that my kids can play in. Mm-hmm. right like if they want to run around and do stuff now that you can't when it's long mm-hmm. but it's easier it's different it's bugs it's, are different and everything's different. you're worried about ticks you're worried about all that stuff so i'm like mm-hmm. i don't mind that and then i had the thought these guys who are all about green energy and that you shouldn't cut your lawn one of them's the head boys golf coach and the other one's the head <laughs> girls golf coach <laughs> I'm like, maybe you're talking to the wrong people about not mowing their lawn. Hypocrisy raises its evil head. (laughs) I'm like, you're you're mad at me for mowing like a half acre? Like, I don't know how much you think those golf courses are that are mowing it constantly and how much water they use. But I'll give you a hint. I'm not the problem here. Yeah, that's hilarious. I'm excited to point that out to them the next time they say anything about mowing a lawn. So. <laughs> You're like, I'm just waiting for you dirty rats. Yeah. Now I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> say it, baby. Like, say why it. didn't I think of this before? <laughs> oh my gosh, right? Mm-hmm. Well, because, you know, I'm not like, I'm not trying to like fight with people, but now I'm yeah, like, Yeah, that's the right? exact thing. But now I'm like, when... okay, you're a dummy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when they're giving you a hard time and Mm-hmm. You're just trying to share that you got a, a fun new tool, right? Like I got a fun new thing. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, they're they've got their electric cars. Well, one of them has electric cars and stuff, and I get it. Like, mm-hmm. yay, environment. We're big about saving the environment here too, mm-hmm. right? I have my solar panels and whatnot, but I also understand. It's like when people complain about Bitcoin mining, right? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you can bitch and moan about Bitcoin mining, but if you compare it by industry, Mm -hmm. like you're just bitching to bitch. Mm -hmm. Bitch about other places that use energy up the wazoo. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, There's other things you can bitch about. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Um, So today... This hit me and I thought, oh my gosh, this would be such an interesting couple episodes, but multiple times in the last week or so, maybe because it was Easter or whatever, mm-hmm. like I always wanted to talk to my kiddos about religion and they're never interested in talking about religion, Makes sense. which is weird because most people really like talking to me about my religious views because they're different right mm-hmm. kind of like yours are different mm-hmm. and so it's weird that my daughter's never asked <clears throat> and one of them is you know doing her confirmation and she's like really against it mm-hmm. i don't think she's against the church at all mm-hmm. i think she's just against doing anything okay <laughs> like <laughs> it could be like hey you have you have to go eat chocolate cake and she'd be like no i don't want to have to do mm-hmm. that you know it's like mm-hmm. that teen angst but so like 
one time I like on the way back from North Carolina, I was like, you know, this is a great time to talk. And like, have, I would love to talk to you. I go, we can talk about mm-hmm. religion. We can talk about your faith journey. Mm-hmm. You know, I can tell you stuff about mine. She's like, I know what you believe. I'm like, well, that's a good damn trick. Mm-hmm. I, go, I go, you probably don't know anything about what I believe. And she's like, well, yeah, I do. Cause you talk about it all the time. And I'm like, I challenge you right now to bring up any time I've talked to you about what I believe. Mm-hmm. I go, you won't be able to think. Of it. And she kind of started getting grumpy. I'm like, you don't have to mm-hmm. get grumpy. I go, I would love to talk to you about it. Well, I don't want to talk to you about it. I'm like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But don't pretend you have. Like, you're thinking I believe whatever the Catholic Church believes mm-hmm. is valid. Mm-hmm. I go, but you don't understand my interpretations. And so then later, like in the last week, one of my daughters said something about something. And I was like, that's not what I believe. And they're like, well, what do you believe? And I said, whatever it was, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. this weekend, one of my daughter, other daughters, the older one, um, what did she ask? I think we we're getting ice cream or something. And she's 20. So, you mm-hmm. know, she's well along in her faith journey and her life. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, oh, I was confused because they were, oh my gosh, that's right. Okay, people, huge, huge thing huge thing you're gonna love this oh my gosh the door just opened it's so spooky Mm -hmm. you're totally gonna understand this so we're at dinner before we went to get ice cream Mm -hmm. okay and people you'll probably learn a little bit too much about my weirdness here but we're sitting there and there is a priest that used to be my priest who Mm -hmm. we just love 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 he's great and my wife listens to his podcasts all the time she mm-hmm. she loves what he has to say and he's amazing he's hilarious um and in his podcast last week he told this story and i'm going to kind of give you people the the really fast version i wanted to go listen to the podcast before the episode and i forgot so if you want to okay. if you guys want to check it out it's father joe or mm-hmm. it's like in the know with father joe and he is a great human being and mm-hmm. everything with him is about love and forgiveness. He's a firm believer that, you know, humans are just sinners and that like, he's a sinner. He doesn't believe that he's holier than people or that he's special. In mm-hmm. fact, he would say he's probably like the worst of us, but he believes that, you know, all this stuff about love and blah, blah, blah. So mm-hmm. anyway, he's at a parish and they were, People will often drop off like broken statues or statues that they don't want, like holy statues, Mm -hmm. so that the church can dispose of them or use them however they want, right? Yeah. And so we sit there and they go see at the church door, somebody's dropped off a statue of the Virgin Mary, which is big in the Catholic Church, right? Mm -hmm. And so they're like, oh, what are we going to do with this? And they set it down, like to try to figure out what to do with it, right? Mm -hmm. And the next day, this church has a huge picture or a huge statue of the archangel Michael, St. Michael, right? Okay. The mm-hmm. defender, like the one who battles the devil mm-hmm. all the time. And one of the maintenance people, if I've got this right, is like walking by the statue of Mary, which is like sitting on a table. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that needs to be put under the statue of St. Michael. 
And he's like, I don't know why I think mm-hmm. that, but a feeling, and you and I have talked about, you've got to listen to mm-hmm. the universe. So he's like, the universe was telling him. And so he picked up the statue and he put it under this big statue of St. Michael, right? Mm-hmm. There's a funeral the next day. And there's this little kid running around and he bumps into the statue of Mary, mm-hmm. tips over, breaks her head off. Okay. So mm-hmm. decapitates the statue of Mary. So like after the funeral stuff, they like pick it up and they go to the priest and they're like, Hey, you know, the statue of Mary broke, blah, blah, blah. And the priest was like, and I was kind of happy because it was a really ugly statue. Okay. Go to Mary. And they're (laughs) like, no, that's not the issue. You need to look at this. And he's like, um, okay. And so they bring in the statue of Mary that's now decapitated, right? Mm -hmm. Inside of it is a demon. Wow, inside the statue is a little demon statue. Is a demon statue. So they made the statue over a demon statue. That is awesome. And so, like, he like has, you know, the church believes in exorcism. And so he was mm-hmm. calling his exorcist priest and exorcist, but he's like, What do I was do? This, was it anyone I know? No, I don't know if it was because they have to be priests. <laughs> right? Oh, okay. The, a lot of Catholic priests are training that. But anyway, they're like, oh, yeah, that's like a thing. That's the thing they do that, you know, wow. Satan does and stuff is they put statues in that to get them like out there, I guess, or something. Yeah. Um, like I said, I didn't listen to the podcast, but I'm like, oh, that's craziness. That and then they're awesome. like, they're like, oh, my gosh, that's why. Like they're they're making a lot of connections, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm a big coincidence person, so I don't know if I make these, but they're like, that's why he moved it to a spot where it could be broken under Saint Michael, who fights demons, mm-hmm. and the head gets chopped off, exposing the demon, and then they do all of the that's stuff, awesome. and they exercise it, you know, and they they call all the people who had made contact with it to be like, hey, you know this thing had this and we said these prayers and the people were mm-hmm. like oh my gosh we know when you did it because we felt better and like it was crazy but that can you say where he's at now or what area he's at he is in um like flint michigan like over that way okay yeah and i can't remember the name of his church i think it's holy family church okay i think it's holy family And so that's what started because we're talking about that. And I'm like, how does that work? And they're like, Mm -hmm. what? And this is what caused my other daughter and I to have that conversation is she was talking about ghosts. The one who's like questioning everything is big about ghosts. And I'm like, I go, I don't understand as a Catholic, we believe in ghosts, right? Mm -hmm. We believe in life after death. We believe in souls. That's one of our things, but I go, I don't understand how it works. And they're like, what do you mean? You don't understand how it works. I'm like, energy is like a thing Mm -hmm. energy doesn't just disappear like it's always there so if you're thinking of a ghost as energy that means it's an energy field that's localized in a spot Mm -hmm. i go which is weird because you'd always be able to feel it and you'd be able to see the energy like energy doesn't just disappear that's not how it works and i'm like maybe what it is is like parallel universes and they're like meshing or they're Mm -hmm. you know they're rubbing raw on the layers of parallel universes i'm like i don't know but i'm trying to think of how it would work and so you know this demon statue came up and i'm like how does Mm -hmm. a demon work and they're like what do you mean how does the demon work i'm like well it's not physically there yeah i go so i go there's not that and they're like well there could be portals 
And I'm like, portals? And they're like, well, you know, between the parallel universes and maybe the demon is a representative from a parallel universe. I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay. I go, maybe it's that, you know? And I go, or maybe it's Mm -hmm. just energy. And they're like, maybe it's energy from like a bad ghost. And I'm like, why do you think it's evil? Like, I'm not saying that they're not. I go, I'm just not Mm -hmm. understanding how energy could be evil. Like energy's energy. It could just be different values than what we have. Right. Well, and then one of the daughters was like, well, you know, people talk about how ghosts and stuff are, you know, at spots that have like had something really bad happen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like, what bad? Like, what are you talking about? Or like uh, they said a momentous event. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, what kind of a momentous event? And they're like, well, you know, like maybe somebody was born in that spade or maybe a person died horribly there. And so there's like that after residue of energy. And I'm like, I go just, I go not to be like weird about the idea and I'm not trying to poo poo people's ideas. Right. Yeah. Like I get it. It's hard to grasp this. I go, I go, but imagine how many ghosts, if that's, if that's your synopsis, yeah, that somebody being killed in an attic, would cause such an influx of energy that it would tear between portals. I go, how bad is it when there's a supernova? Yeah. And and they're like, what? And I'm like, if you have a supernova or if you have an entire planet explode, think about all of the life on that planet that is now gone. How much evil residue would be in that spot? A black hole. I'm like, well, that comes from supernovas, not the planet, <laughs> right? And then I'm like, well, 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 we don't know, we don't know. <laughs> we do too now. Those you are said, we... what if it's what if it's a supernova? The supernova goes into a black hole. Yes, yeah, supernovas always it? go to black holes. Yes. Yeah, but what if it's all that energy that makes it go into the black hole? No, it's gravity that makes the black hole. Not energy. <laughs> That's the okay. Opposite. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. No, but like in a nebula, stars yeah. and stuff are being born, and planets are being born. So why wouldn't that cause an influx of energy too? Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, uh, I'm like that would be way, way bigger than one person." Mm-hmm. I go, or what about when you step on an ant hill and it's you know thousands of ants you're killing? Like that's a pretty big yeah. event. I'm not saying that ants have souls, but I'm like. I go, I think there's, there is disparity on what you guys are trying to believe based on the internet and TV shows and Mm -hmm. what makes logical sense. Yes. And I go, and I don't, I go, I'm having trouble like with the demon one, like rectifying that. And that caused one of my daughters to say, well, like, do you believe in hell? Like, because there's people who don't believe in hell and this and that. And I'm like, well, I go, so in my frame of reference, and this is kind of like, I thought these would be interesting to talk about in our show today, mm-hmm. right? And you have such an interesting background. I think that's like. It's fun. If I could interrupt super yes. fast. This morning in the shower, I was I was thinking of you in the shower. And, <laughs> but uh, I was like, well, what, what should we talk about today? You know, knowing that we're going to record and you've come up with some really good ideas recently, you know, kind of bringing things about me out. And what I thought of in the shower was, oh, I should talk to Brian about his beliefs and how it relates to a lot of the things that we talk about. <laughs> I swear on everything that's good in this world. That's exactly what I thought of in the shower. And 6 a.m. People... this morning. People don't understand how people are connected, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't talk about that. I put it on Twitter, like, 
an hour ago or two hours ago and said, hey, we're going to talk about religion today. Oh, right? see, I missed that. But so that's what I'm saying. You and I never talked about that, and yet we're still there. So this awesome. is what she says. Like, do you believe in hell? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't um, understand your question, which happens to me a lot because I'm kind of mm-hmm. literal. And she's like, okay. She goes, do you believe in like heaven or hell or what's your brain? And this is the 20 year old. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I go, so here's how it works in my brain. And she's like, yes. I go, God, the Supreme being, however you want to put it in your brain. I go, mm-hmm. I believe is a superior consciousness and that we are all splinters of that consciousness trying to get back to our main consciousness. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and so the hope is when we die, we rejoin that greater consciousness. Mm-hmm. Like our brains go back into that greater consciousness. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay. They're like, but then what would hell be? I go, hell would be not part of that consciousness, not being part of the consciousness is hell. And they're like, but what about purgatory? Catholics believe in purgatory. And I'm like, yes, that would be not being part of that consciousness. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wait, but you just said that's hell. And I'm like, yes. And they're like, what about purgatory? I'm like, same thing. And they're like, how could they possibly be the same thing? And I said, they're the same thing. It's it's what it means. I go, purgatory means there's a light at the end of the tunnel. You're mm-hmm. separate from the consciousness, but you know you're going to get there eventually. Mm-hmm. I go, the interpretation of hell, and my mom actually taught me this, right? So this isn't mm-hmm. like a far I, stretch. Mm-hmm. But is that you're separated and you're never going to make it there. And so mm-hmm. that's the only difference. And then we start talking about how like there's like Seventh-day Adventists who don't believe in hell and all these other mm-hmm. groups that... Because she was like, well, in the Bible, it doesn't talk about hell. It talks about Gehenna, which is actually just like the dump outside of Jerusalem. I'm like, yes. And Mm -hmm. that's where they get the imagery for hell and the everlasting fire, because that dump was always on fire because it produces methane, gas, and yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Right? Sorry, I kept not letting you talk. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say there's a conversation that I remember you having with your mom that was right along that line in just hilarious i mean you know i don't think we're going to bring it up here but where you've talked about purgatory and hell and and the differences between those yes well and that's what my daughter was saying she's like so and i go and in my view i go there is no such real thing as hell and she's like well how how does that work if you don't think there's such a thing as hell like you just said that that's the difference i go well because you're talking about a scale that is all eternity Mm-hmm. And she was like, right. And I go, so you're telling me that this supreme consciousness that you are taught has infinite mercy and infinite love and infinite caring and infinite forgiveness is never going to make amends over the course of eternity. I'm not talking about five, mm-hmm. 10, 20 years. I'm saying mm-hmm. in eternity. I go, or if you're saying, well, maybe it's the other person. You're telling me that over the course of eternity, that soul is never going to change its mind. Mm-hmm. Like that does that literally doesn't make any logical sense. Yeah, that's funny because the um, I don't know if you saw it, Gary V posted a thing, and oh, it's the eruption. I don't know if you've seen the different eruptions, but 
every few weeks they're coming out with something. If you're if you're a season one, a oh. series one, a series two, or even a book games, you can like trade them or do different things to win stuff. Yes. So this eruption five is you're debating with cynical cat, and cynical cat said, "You people are humans are never gonna get over their negativity and this and that." And that's exactly the point that I was that I, I thought about writing in a thing. Like if I'm debating with that, I'm gonna say never is a very long time. It's a like really long never time. get over this. As you know, we may change as humans, but we're eventually gonna get over our hate and our mistrust. Yes. yes. Those things and and that next level. Well, and we so never talked. That we never got that. any more in depth than that, right? Like then, because you know mm-hmm. we were getting ice cream and stuff and you know she asked a few questions about hell and stuff like that but we never kind of broke past that but you know you've you and i've talked about that like we have tons of views like one of my big views and this actually came from father joe probably in early 2000s was like people people always ask they ask our buddy jamie they asked our buddy charlie but they'd be like you've got to have the church because you know if there's no hell why would you do, why would you be good? And mm-hmm. like, like she said that she goes, why do people think there's a hell when we were having this conversation? And I'm like, because people don't want to think that they're going to the same place Hitler's going. Mm-hmm. People are bad and they want retribution. They don't want to think that that child raper down the street is going to go to heaven. That makes people mm-hmm. grumpy. And she's like, right. Yeah. And I go in this belief system that i'm telling you i have they will go to heaven i go i think that's the Mm -hmm. hardest part about being a christian is that if you logically follow the christian faith it means everybody goes to heaven bad Mm -hmm. ugly horrible people that eventually they will be forgiven and that's that's hard for people they want punishment Mm -hmm. they want their pound of flesh and i and one of the things i always go back to that father joe said was I don't do good to get into heaven. I do good because I'm going to heaven. Like it's the opposite. Like I'm not doing Mm -hmm. good to get in. I'm already going for sure. I'm going, I'm going to hook up with that consciousness Mm -hmm. and I'm doing good because when I hook up with that consciousness, I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to feel mm-hmm. bad about it for eternity. I want yeah. to be like, oh, good. This is otherwise you've got all of these regrets. Like we've talked about, you don't want regrets. And it's the same mm-hmm. thing. You do good. And it's funny because anytime somebody brought that up to like Jamie or Charlie, they were always like, why would I do bad stuff? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like I'm not, I don't need the church to tell me to be good. I mm-hmm. know right from wrong already. And people don't get that, and which I think says a lot about them, right? Whenever I've yes. heard somebody say that, who's like, well, why don't you just kill anybody? So wait, you're telling me mm-hmm. if tomorrow you learned that it was bad, all of a sudden you're going on a killing spree? That literally doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't think I'm going to go. Th- th- here's a great example. I don't think even in any of the church faith that you're going to go to hell if you kill puppies. Mm-hmm. People still don't kill puppies. The church doesn't need to make a rule that says yeah. don't kill puppies. 
right? You're like, still not going around. Uh-huh. Puppies. Yeah. No, it's a it's a great example. And it's true because we have, you know, friends that are very, very atheist. And you're exactly right. They're like, well, I just I know not to do that. Like, why would I do it? <laughs> why would I? <laughs> right? Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, why would I? Like, I, and I don't think people can. It's kind of like, like drinking or like me eating our licorice, right? Because we had the licorice mm-hmm. business. Like, I could eat licorice all day long. People are like, oh, you probably eat that all day long. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. Why not? Because that's weird. <laughs> Yeah. Like yes, like, I. Uh, <laughs> it makes no sense. Like why am I not eating it all day long? Like really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I don't get it. Like yeah, but you've got a great metabolism. You would burn it all off. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. literally never what I think about. Like I don't even understand. Yeah. But and so Although it's tempting to eat all day. I get stomach aches though. Oh my gosh, I would probably <laughs> eat all day, right? But I probably wouldn't eat licorice all day. Mm-hmm. maybe some gummy bears now and again mm-hmm. maybe go on a binge that happens so that was a lot about mine and we have a lot more that we could talk about mine but let's let's hear yours because your like religion spiritual journey has been like way different than most people's spiritual journey in my i opinion. would say so i would say so i agree with that yeah no it's been like for me it's like every step of the way, like I can look back and and see like how obviously how I am now and where it's formed and even why things happen like they did at certain times, you know, coming from and I, don't, I can't remember if I've talked about this much. And if you've heard this in different episodes, I apologize. But coming from a a mother who was raised by a by the, the daughter of the preacher a very hard, you know, I, I consider the assembly of God people very strict on mm-hmm. as far as Christians are concerned. If you're looking at a scale, yes. they're more on the very strict end of the scale. And that's how she was raised. And she always gave my brother and I the choice. Like you guys, you get to pick what you want to do. Like you don't have to get like I was never I wasn't baptized till it was my choice mm-hmm. and nothing was for. I mean, when we were little, we would go here and there when we were younger just to experience it. And right. actually, that's one of the funny things. One of the um, one of the first churches that we went to. Actually, I think it was the first one we went to when we first moved to Fowlerville was the one out on Stowe Road out by where the it has a little graveyard right there out by where the. uh uh, oh, what was their names? Shanna, the the redhead freshman. She lived yeah. out there. I can't remember. I can't think of their last names. Anyways, but they lived out there. And Pastor Steve was the pastor there. And who ended up being the pastor of the church that I went to as we were older. And we went to, like, yeah. as the youth group, because that was their thing, to get the high school kids involved in a youth group. And the parents would come in and this and that. And that, that worked to an extent, I would say. Yeah, yeah. And brought outside people into the group as well. So, you know, that was kind of cool. And then, you know, my mom finding Lukumi, Santeria, whatever you want to say, and her, like her doing that. And then me being exposed to it as a younger child and not really being that excited about it. There were some things that I didn't really understand and I didn't ask questions until I was older. <laughs> and then understanding like, okay, like 
when you're eating an animal, but you're taking it from being alive to eating. There's a whole process in there that yeah. we necessarily don't think about when we buy meat from the stores. Right. And whenever I eat goat, I always think that there's going to be hair in it because most of the goat I've ever eaten has had hair. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, you know, that was something that was very, and that was very, there are many aspects of the one God in many faces. And that was, you know, and there were other parts of that religion, which I was very happy to have gone through. And, and ex as far as meeting like a lot, a lot of different people and a lot of different kinds of people at that stage of my life, I think was really important. It made me much more understanding, you know, as I got older and, you know, friendly towards, not that I wasn't friendly, but growing up in a small town, anyone from a small town or anyone from a small town, Michigan, you you grow up with certain beliefs and that you don't really realize until you start meeting other people and getting out in the great big world. What, um, and I, you and I, I'm sure have talked about this, but I've totally forgotten though. Mm -hmm. I think it's important for the episode in and of itself. What caused you to leave Santeria? Because you used to be pretty big into Santeria. I I think it was more it was moving to Florida, really. That's when okay. I just kind of stepped away. And oh, that's right. Cause didn't she make you put everything in a closet? Yeah. Well, I just I did. Yeah. Like it was it was and it kept, so readings and and like almost like fortune telling. Not fortune telling is is but to, to relate it to a to the layperson if watching. Um so that's a big part of it. And one of them was if I didn't do certain things before I got married, I never would. And that's it's turned out to be true. Like if you didn't do certain like things. If like if I didn't if I didn't if I didn't like make uh make make saint before I before I got oh. married. Yes. Like yes. I, I would never come back. And I did. I moved away. I and mean, I think it, I remember them saying that. I think mm -hmm. I remember that. Yep. And it was something that at that time I was planning on doing. I started saving money because it's all it's a whole process. And mm -hmm. and it was something that was, you know, that I felt was very important for me. I think part of it too was was being on the road, because I was on the road for a couple of years before before all that. And I was still involved with some things, not, not a lot. Cause I was gone a lot more, Right. but uh, you know, you just meet a lot of other people and, and listening to, you know, a lot of different books at that time and, and realizing for myself that I don't necessarily need an outside source to tell me how to do something. I mean, yes, outside sources are good. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of that's internal. For me yeah yeah for sure for sure like i'm connected and how i interact with with god or you know however you want to call it the greater consciousness is very very important no i like that i like that and if you don't know about santeria people and you want to hear more about it you know shoot us a comment shoot us a mm -hmm. tweet and asking you know we can have an episode where we go more in depth um Otherwise, you know, you can uh, you can Google it, right? <laughs> like, but if you want to hear us talk well, about it, technically, been... it was Lukumi. Yeah, which I don't know if I've ever heard you say that. So I've always just heard. Um... I always just said Santeria because it was something that people could at least 
relate a little bit to maybe like heard maybe it in they've a song heard that before yeah heard the word anything look so the difference was the santeria is what the slaves practiced when they were yes brought here to the states whereas and what's lacuna whereas was what they were practicing when they're in africa okay so we didn't use the catholic saints as masks for the orishas Right. Your Orishas were just what the Orishas were. Mm -hmm. Or at least what you hope they were. Exactly. Right. Because it's hard to it's hard to keep track of everything as it went through over 200 years. Right. Oh yeah, even even more than that. I mean, yes, you could still like say, oh, the people, the people that are there are still practicing it originally. But even even Christianity has changed over over the last two hundred years. Oh my So. gosh, it's changed so much, right? So much has changed. And, Mm hmm. and even a faith like the Catholic Church, which is incredibly slow to change, it's changed so much. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, Yeah. maybe not so much in 200 years, but it's changed a heck of a lot, Yeah. right? I think one of the big things for me is is having someone that I didn't really know like tell me all about myself. So that was in in some of the readings. That was one of the things that was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Yeah. And and I went to I went to Miami with with Clay and Kevin. You know, it was early on when I was getting to know them. Mm hmm And and there was so like I didn't really know them. I mean, they interacted with my mom and you know, I don't know how much she would have said to them, but we went to this person's house in Miami and that person like it was insane and there's no way like they would know anything about me and Interesting. to and like it's 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 really odd like to see somebody to have to see somebody when when a spirit is speaking through them is is a really wild experience mm I would think that'd be a crazy experience, honestly. I think -hmm. it would be. And if it you're was like, whoa, Byers, you believe in that stuff? Um, well, that's, again, that's a Catholic Church thing, right? We have, we, we believe in the Holy Spirit possessing people. And, you know, it's not a stretch to think of other spirits possessing. So. I mean, it's unfortunate that you've given up on the on the good music and the dancing around in the aisles, shaking around and Well, they have that. It depends on which... So there's, there are, there are some crazy Catholic churches out there, right? So are you gotta, there. Oh, I didn't oh know. my God. If, well, first off the stuff you're talking about always happens in Africa. Like that's like a normal thing. I'm thinking more like Borat. Watch it when they were when he was in the United States. No, but I'm saying that's what it's like there. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, but they're like half day, day long masses. Like they think we are crazy that our masses are 60 minutes. Mm They hmm think it should be all day. Um, But, oh my gosh, we have like run out of time, people. And I'm so sorry that we have because this is a great Great thing. episode. Yeah. And if you all want to hear more about this from Kilted or myself, we, we could probably talk about this kind of stuff all day. We have lots of thoughts on lots of things and we'd be loving to share it. So drop us a message. Until then, this is Ballbuster signing off. Kill the Dragon Jerry. Love you all.